Hi, welcome to Idgits and Aspets, this supernatural rewatch podcast. I'm Rochelle. And I'm Lynn. And today we are talking about season one, episode six, titled Skin. Blah. <laughs> Skin. <laughs> and we start out in St. Louis, Missouri. We're in a house. There's a girl tied up and bloody in a chair. And someone with a knife is in the room with her. Uh, the SWAT police. The SWAT team. <laughs> the SWAT police are, uh, are creeping up on the house. They come in with their laser pointers, <laughs> otherwise known as guns. <laughs> they uh, they find the girl in untire, and she says, in there, pointing to another room, the cops come up on someone trying to escape out the back door, and we see that it is Dean Winchester. Dun, dun, dun. What is happening? <laughs> also, I'd just like to point out that they have impressive shooting skills because they blew the lock out of the door. I don't know if they were trying to do that or not. You think like, it was just like a happy accident on set? <laughs> I think it might have been a happy accident. Also, I think it would have been awesome if it was like a, I'm just going to unlock the door real quick. Okay, guys? Bang. What? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I won't give them that much credit because I'm not sure how that was supposed to happen. I bet, it was, but... you know, I bet it was on purpose. I hope so. Do you think that can happen in real life? Can you shoot out a lock like that? I'm sure if you had good enough aim, you probably could. Yeah? I don't know. I guess it depends on the lock, too. I don't know. Yeah. We probably shouldn't test it. Probably not. Although, I'm sure you could find an old door somewhere. Yeah. Huh. Anyways. So, um, then the TV says, one week earlier. <laughs> I said that weird. The TV says. The it's ep- fine. The episode says? Okay. Um, Sam and Dean stop at a gas station. Dean is talking about what route they're about to take, and Sam is clearly distracted by his phone. <laughs> Dean says, Sam wears women's underwear. <laughs> Sam says, I'm listening, just busy. As he uses a stylus on his Blackberry. I just wanted to point that out. He's got a little tiny stylus. I used to have a phone like that. It wasn't a Blackberry, but it was like a, like a tray, trayo. What are those? Do you remember those? I have no idea. Oh, I'm sure I said it totally wrong. The first phone I had was one of those Nokia brick phones. Oh, yeah. That you could like knock somebody out with. Yeah. My mom had one. It was like, it looked like a football. It was that big, and it had, like, a whole, like, charging platform. <laughs> yep. We've um, come so far. <laughs> so Sam says he's reading emails from his friends at Stanford, and Dean thinks it's weird that he's still in contact with his college buddies. Uh, Sam tells them um, that he's on a road trip with his big brother and that he needed time off after Jessica's death. Dean says that Sam is lying to them, and Sam thinks that not telling them everything is not lying, but Dean does. That is called lying by omission, my friends. <laughs> yeah, that is. It is a also, real thing. he's not wrong, though. Like, technically it's not lying, yeah. but, it, but technically it's, it's lying. <laughs> it, yeah, technically it's lying, but I think it's kind of like how he phrases it, like nobody's going to ask, yeah. you know, so there's... I mean, and he is on a road trip, a never-ending, a 14-year <laughs> so far road trip. Can you, you know. imagine, like, oh. being on a road trip for 14 years? Well, technically, I mean, they go on road trips, but they haven't been on a consistent road trip. That's true. No spoilers there, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> So Dean thinks Sam should cut everyone out of his life because with a job like this, you can't get close to people. Kind of dramatic, I think. Yeah, Sam Sam calls him antisocial. That is kind of, I don't know. I mean, it makes sense because it is easier that way, you would think. Mm -hmm. But It's also sad to think that, like, Dean has gone his whole life like that. Yeah. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I know. Um, One of Sam's emails is from a college friend named Becky. Sam went to school with her and her brother, Zach, uh, and Zach is being charged with murder. He's been arrested for killing his girlfriend, but Becky says he didn't do it. Dean says, dude, what kind of people are you hanging out with? (laughs) Sam convinces Dean they need to go to St. Louis to help. So they pull out of the gas station, and Dean totally runs a stop sign while the camera focuses on a sign on a building that says, Stay safe, America. (laughs) Drive safe, America. Drive safe. No, it says stay safe. It says drive safe. I wrote stay safe. Well, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it says drive safe. (laughs) It says stay safe. Whatever. (laughs) 
Agree to disagree. Now we know. Now we need to go find out. <laughs> so they show up at Becky's parents' house, uh, who are out of town. She offers them some beer, and Dean says, "Hey," but Sam's all no thanks. <laughs> so she tells them that Zach came home and found his girlfriend tied to a chair. She was beaten up, bloody, and not breathing. So he called nine one one, but the police showed up and arrested him. Uh, the only way he could have killed her is if he was in two places at once. The police have a video from the security camera across the street. It shows Zach coming home at 10.30 p.m. His girlfriend was killed just after that, uh, but Becky says he was with her at her parents' house until at least after midnight. Sam asks to see the crime scene. He tells Becky that Dean is a cop. Dean says, actually, he's a detective in Bisbee, Arizona. <laughs> he has to, like, one-up himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, actually, this is what I am. So Sam convinces her to take them there. Uh, She goes to get the keys, and Dean tells Sam that he doesn't think this is their kind of problem. Uh, Sam says, two places at once, we've looked into less. So they go to the crime scene. Becky wants to know if it's okay for them to go in. Dean says yes, because he is an officer of the law. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Apparently. So they go in, and blood is everywhere. Heck. Yeah. Also, so P.S., why would they not clean that up by now? You know, like they're just going to let it sit there forever? Well, maybe they're still investigating it and collecting evidence. I don't know. I guess, but still. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the protocol for something like that. I don't either. Because, like, it seems like they could go back in and, like, collect more evidence if needed. So maybe it's got to stay that way. I don't know. Can you imagine it being your job to clean up after crime scenes? One of those, like, hazmat That's like a real... Real oh, honest yeah. to God. I've thing. seen one. Yeah. I've seen one. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It's a little bit creepy, but I wouldn't I wouldn't like that. No. <laughs> um I was considering a job like that once. Why? I don't know. I don't remember how it came up, but somebody <laughs> knew somebody who was hiring for for like body cleanup. After Ugh. death, and I, I think me and an, another coworker were like, "Well, it's probably better than what we're doing now." <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? That was that much better. Retail. Was it was the holiday season at retail, and uh, we were like, "Or we could clean up dead bodies." <laughs> During, I have, yeah, I've worked a Black Friday and just a holiday season in yeah. retail, and it was miserable. I yeah. don't blame you. Yeah, we were, <laughs> it makes sense. We were like, at least the dead body isn't yelling at us. <laughs> First of the customer is not always right. Let me just tell you that right now. <laughs> it isn't. They are not always right. They are not always right. <laughs> um, Becky says the police said that there were no signs of a break-in. Emily, who is the murdered girlfriend, let her attack her in, and the lawyers are already talking about a plea bargain. So Sam asks Becky if there's anyone she knows who would have done this if Zach didn't. And she says about a week before the murder, someone broke into the house and stole some of Zach's clothes. But the police don't think that's uh, anything to do with it. Which, um, hello. (laughs) Fishy. That sounds stupid. (laughs) I know. Like, okay, you get your clothes stolen, like, a week before this all happens. And then apparently you're all of a sudden in two places at once. Like, seems a little fishy. My mind wouldn't automatically go supernatural. But it seems, I would think that somebody's trying to, like, frame me for something. Well, yeah, totally. Yeah. Those are stupid police. Um, fishy, fishy. So there's a dog outside that starts going all barky. Uh, Becky says uh, that that dog used to be the sweetest, but his attitude changed around the time of the murder. Uh, mine would, too. Yeah. <laughs> also, Fido apparently saw something. Right? <laughs> Sam says animals can have a sharp sense of the paranormal. Um, and he's telling this to Dean while looking at a picture on the refrigerator. The refrigerator in Zach's house, and it's it's a picture of Zach, Becky, and Sam, which is super cute. It is super cute. Also, were they that close that he would put a picture of them on the refrigerator? Apparently. Okay. But let me, I mean, we were talking about this when we were watching the episode, like, brother and sister look nothing alike. No, that was some interesting acting <laughs> Interesting choices. choices. Yeah, it's like, okay, I don't buy that they're brother and sister. But okay. Also that they're, like, in college. They look a lot older, but yeah. whatever. That's okay. I mean, I guess they could be older They could have been graduated, yeah. maybe. Who knows? Well, it sounded like, I think from what they said, though, like, the sister wasn't the friend so much as Zach and Sam yeah. were friends. So maybe the sister's older. Maybe. Or, like, had been friends with them and graduated or something. Yeah. I don't know. He calls her, like, Little Becky, which 
doesn't have to mean like that she's younger. I mean, everybody's younger. little compared to him. Everybody's little. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, though, she does look way older than Sam. So. Yeah. Um, so Dean still thinks that it's not their kind of problem, but, but they should look at the security tape to make sure. And it turns out Becky stole the tape off the lawyer's desk so they can watch it. Apparently, that's a thing. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> Uh, so we cut to see uh, Zach outside, even though he's supposed to be in jail, watch, <laughs> yeah, watching a couple say goodbye outside their home. Uh, the guy says he'll be back tomorrow night, and he drives off, and the girl goes back inside. Uh, Zach watches the girl go back inside and, like, disturbingly smiles. Creepy and then, grin. <laughs> yeah, and then his eyes kind of flash a shiny silver white. Yeah. So uh, then we cut back to Sam and Dean watching the security tape. Becky says the lawyer hired a video expert who says the tape has not been tampered with. Sam asks Becky for some beer and sandwiches. And she says, what do you think this is, Hooters? And Dean says, ha, I wish. And you could tell he's, like, super creepy at that point. You know, like, he yeah. he's, like, the weird, like, just slimy Dean. Yeah, like- yeah, I know, like... <laughs> Not what you really want in your parents' house. No. (laughs) Um, So Sam shows Dean some shots from security video showing Zach with his glowy white eyes. And Sam says a lot of cultures believe that a photograph can catch a glimpse of the soul. Sam says maybe this is what uh, freaked the dog out. Um, That maybe it's some kind of dark double. Something that looks like him but isn't. Uh, like a doppelganger which i'm totally like in twin peaks mode now like all of that was like straight up twin peaks and i love it the whole like dark doppelganger thing you have got to watch twin peaks i watched two episodes i think well and it doesn't quite go into like that for a little while but yeah oh man you gotta watch it it's so good it's so good um, so that explains how he was two places at once. Uh, we cut to the home of the couple who was being stalked by Doppelzack earlier. Uh, <laughs> the guy comes home and starts calling out from his girlfriend. He notices blood on the wall and runs to a room. Uh, he sees her tied up to a chair. She's all bloody and she looks super freaked out. He ungags her and she says, please don't hurt me anymore. Leave me alone. So he hears something in another room and goes to investigate without any weapon. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. Like, there's blood everywhere. Like, take something with you. She is cut the fuck up. At the very least. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he turns around to see his doppelganger dude with a bat who flashes his supernatural eyes at him and then knocks him out with a baseball bat. That'd be so weird to come, like, face to face with yourself and then all of a sudden be like, (gasps) you know, like, okay, it happened to me once. I I saw my doppelganger once. She, I, I was like ringing her up at Barnes and Noble when I worked there, <laughs> and and I was just like staring at her like, holy shit, it's you slash me, you know. And she like didn't react at all. Like she didn't look at me. Like she thought I looked like her. It was huh. so weird. So then I was just like questioning my whole life because <laughs> she didn't react at all. It was like, so I don't weird. Know what's right now. Yeah, I was just like. Hi, do you have a membership? Okay, bye. (laughs) This was weird. Yeah, it was all, I don't know, very surreal. Uh, So we cut to Sam and Dean uh, getting out a baby outside Zach's house. Dean says, it's 5.30 in the morning. What are we doing here? Uh, Sam says the video shows the killer going in but not going out. Uh, Dean says he must... um, No, I can't read. I cannot read my own notes. It's okay. Dean says uh, he must have come out the back door, and the police never looked for a trail because they think the killer never left. So Sam finds blood on a telephone pole, but nowhere else outside. An ambulance drives by, and it must stop close by because they follow on foot. So police are taping off a house. They ask a bystander what happened, and she says the guy tried to kill his wife. He tied her up and beat her up, but didn't kill her. Sam starts snooping around the back of this guy's house. Dean tells Sam that this is definitely our kind of thing because the guy was driving back from his business trip when his wife was attacked. Then he sees himself in the house. Police think he's a nut job. Sam says there are two dark doubles attacking loved ones in exactly the same way. Dean says uh, they could be the same thing. Sam says shapeshifter, something that can make itself look like anyone. Dean says every culture in the world has shapeshifter lore. Legends of creatures who can transform themselves into animals or other men. Skinwalkers, werewolves. 
Sam says he picked up a trail outside the back, but just like at Zach's house, uh, the trail suddenly ends. Dean says there's another way to go down. At their feet is a sewer grate cap. And uh, I'm not going in there. Haven't you ever seen it? Also. <laughs> or like, Chud? <laughs> I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> also, just the poop factor is enough to be like, ah, yeah, you know? yeah like, it, it's all poop down there. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. That's disgusting. Agreed. I mean, like, they're not necessarily... I mean, I'm sure that there's, like, specific little areas that... I don't know. I've never been in a sewer, and I don't ever plan on going into I one. I never want to go into a sewer. It just seems like... I mean, in my mind, there's just poop everywhere, and, and that's, I wouldn't be able to handle it. Yeah, and that's where I die. <laughs> or get pink eye. <laughs> oh, my God. Pink eye is one of my biggest fears. Like, And you still haven't had it. I've never had pink... Well, I have a three-year-old, so I'm sure that day's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Potty training is hard. <laughs> I remember I had it once as a kid, and it was just... I've had it a couple times as a kid, and I don't know why, because it's, like, contagious, right? So, like... Super contagious. I think it was one of those things that, like, some kid in my class probably had it, and yeah. then I, like, picked it up somehow. Mm-hmm. But, like, when your eyes get crested shut and you cannot open your eyes, like, and you have to put, like, moist heat packs over your eyes yeah. to, like, uncrust your eyes to open them, it's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I just, like, I don't know why I always am afraid of getting pink eye, because I think everyone's going to be like, you got poop in your eye. <laughs> no. Even though there's, even though you can just get it from someone else who has pink eye. I just, yeah. I don't know why. It's one of my, it's one of my fears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's not fun. No. It's not fun. But, I mean, that's why you wash your hands. And I think that's probably why kids get it a lot of times, is because they don't wash their hands as often or as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they climb down into the sewer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam says the shapeshifter could be using the sewer system to get around. They come across a giant pile of total fucking grossness. Uh, it looks like gooey skin and fat. Ew. Fascia. <laughs> oh, the fascia. <laughs> I don't know what that's from. <laughs> that's not from anything. That's a me thing. <laughs> Fascia, like the like connector. Yeah, it's tissue. like when it attaches your skin to. It's like so. Like you would think that this thing would just be like a big like thing of fascia until it like grew its new skin or something. Like, yeah, oh. you gave me chills. <laughs> you gave me chills. Ew. Sam asks if this pile of grossness is from his victims, and Dean says maybe when the shapeshifter changes shape, it sheds. Ew, like a snake. But like in a, a sewer. But, but like a gooey a sewer gooey, snake. I know. Not just like a, oh, there's some dried skin over here. It's like a, oh, here's some like nasty, like slimy stuff. Ugh. Ew. <laughs> so back at baby, Dean says uh, one thing he learned from dad, no matter what kind of shapeshifter it is, there's one sure way to kill it. A silver bullet to the heart. Sam's phone rings and it's Becky. She told Zach's lawyer that they went to the crime scene, so the lawyers looked into Dean and found out he's not a police officer. She's pissed that he lied, and by entering a sealed crime scene, they could have ruined Zach's case. She hangs up on him and doesn't let him explain himself. Also, like, why would she just, like, oh, by the way, we broke into this crime scene. Like, how is that going to end well for you in any way? I know. Sam was even like, why did you do that? Why did you tell your lawyer that? Like, come on. Also, like, oh by the way, I stole this, and we broke into this, and it's like, why would you say that? I just... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. She's not the smartest here. Maybe not. Yeah. (laughs) Dean says, I hate to say it, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. You lie to your friends, because if they knew the real you, they'd be freaked. It would just be easier... And here Sam says, if I were more like you. (laughs) Dean says, hey man, like it or not, we are not like other people. Uh, back in the sewer, <laughs> they come across another huge clump of bloody, drippy goo. What? <laughs> Dean says that uh, they must be close to its lair. It looks like it's lived here for a while. Sam pans the flashlight over Dean's shoulder, and the shapeshifter is standing right behind him. 
which totally startled me. Sam screams, <laughs> Dean! <laughs> Dean! <laughs> Dean! That's my, my Sam impression. Uh, the shifter hits Dean in the arm and runs away. Sam shoots after him, but misses. So they chase after the shifter, and we cut to the street, and you see the sewer grate slide open. The shifter comes out, followed by Sam and Dean, and no one seems to think it's weird. Okay, there are people all around them, there's dudes climbing out of the ground, and no one looks like, oh, that's weird. I mean, it looks like it's in a city, so, I mean, you see weird things in cities sometimes, but, like, generally not three people climbing out of a sewer chasing each other, you know? like. I mean, if I saw that, I would be... I don't know what I'd be. I'd be worried, at the very least. Yeah. What has occurred? Yes. So, here Sam says, let's split up. Why, Sam? Have you never seen a horror movie ever? You don't split up. I know, right? Every time somebody splits up, it's just bad. (laughs) Yeah, you don't split up. I mean, I suppose that they do a fair amount of splitting up in the show, but like... Still, though, I mean, it can get them into trouble. Yeah. (laughs) So they run around holding their guns, and they meet on a corner, and no luck finding the shifter. So Sam was, like, hiding his gun when he was running around, but Dean just had his out like down by his leg and like everyone was being startled by this like i would be startled too yeah i'd be like dude's got a gun and he's clearly looking for somebody like am i gonna see somebody die yeah uh so sam and dean turn to go back to the car and a headlight flashes across dean's eyes and they go all shiny white i know but sam doesn't see it so at the car, Sam starts quizzing Dean about their dad's old shapeshifter cases, but Doppeldean answers correctly. So Sam tosses Dean the keys and he catches them. Uh, Dean opens the trunk and looks thrilled by all the weapons inside. <laughs> Sam comes up beside him with a gun and says, don't move. What have you done with them? And Doppeldean is like, dude, chill. It's me. <laughs> no one can replace the true Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Sam says uh, he caught those keys with the arm that was supposed to be hurt. So Dean knocks him out with a tire iron. Doppel Dean does, not the real Dean. Uh, we cut to Sam all tied up, um, and he's got, like, rope around his neck even, which freaks me out. Um, but he's all tied up in the sewer. I mean, come on. It's like, you know he's off. He didn't listen to himself. And now he's tied up in a sewer. I know. No place to go. This is why you don't split up. You end up <laughs> necktied in the sewer. <laughs> also. Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> um, Sam asks where Dean is, and Doppeldean says, you don't want to know. He says, I swear, the more I learn about you and your family, I mean, I thought I came from a bad background. It's kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Sam wants to know uh, what he means by that. And Doppeldean closes his eyes and puts his hand to his temple. And we hear Dean's voice uh, kind of in the background. And Doppeldean looks like whatever he's doing to download Dean's memories kind of hurts. Uh, Oh, headache. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Doppeldean's, it's like a brain enema. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds terrible. <laughs> it does. <And> messy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Doppeldean says, um, he's sure got issues with you. You got to go to college. He had to stay home. I mean, I had to stay home. With dad. You don't think I had dreams of my own? But dad needed me. Where the hell were you? See, deep down, I'm just jealous. You got friends. You could have a life. Me, I know I'm a freak. And sooner or later, everybody's going to leave me. You left. Hell, I did everything Dad asked me to, and he still ditched me. No explanation, nothing. Just poof. Left me with your sorry ass. But still, this life is not without its perks. You meet the nicest people. Like little Becky. You know Dean would bang her if he had the chance. Let's see what happens. Then he covers Sam up with a tarp. Um, okay. He plays a good psycho. Yes. Like, Jensen pulled that off really well. It was, like, a very much like my bloody valentine sort of like Mm -hmm. without giving spoilers for that like that's fine i mean whatever it's fine we're not doing a podcast on that (laughs) i'm gonna give you spoilers (laughs) so plug your ears if you don't want to know but like at the very end turns out he's like the weird psycho person you know yeah he's the murderer it's like the very like 
calm but like crazy. Yeah. And it's kind of the same like he pulled out the same voice mm-hmm. <laughs> for that and just his acting like he's just like too still and too like even just how he moves in this little chunk here is very much mm-hmm. like monster like. Yeah. Know? He does a really good job. I gotta say this is my favorite moment. I'm just gonna say it before I forget it. Because <laughs> I I love these type of um, moments. It, it, there are more in the series where mm-hmm. you get to like a glimpse inside their head. Like, yeah, this isn't actual Dean talking, but this mm-hmm. is like actual Dean thoughts and memories. Yeah. And it's like, it's it's kind of amazing to like get that insight into him, you know, mm-hmm. that he's jealous of Sam. Well, I think know? he is, but that also he... at the same time, like how much is that just like the monster playing it, it up? It could be you taunting know? him, but also like he thinks that everyone is eventually going to leave him. Yeah. Like that's fucking sad. That is sad. I don't know. It's my favorite moment. It's my favorite sad moment. <laughs> <laughs> Later, we're going to have to come up with a favorite happy moment. I know. I don't know. Are there happy moments? Uh, we cut to Becky's parents' house. Doppeldean knocks on the door, and Becky answers. He apologizes and wants a chance to explain why he lied about being a cop. Uh, we cut back to Sam, tied up. He finally gets the tarp off of him, and he hears Dean coughing. Dean's got a tarp over him, too, manages to get it off. Uh, Sam tells Dean the shapeshifter went to Becky's looking like Dean. And Dean says... Well, he's not stupid. He picked the handsome one. That was great. (laughs) Also, Sam's offended look is great. I know. He's just like, what? How could you say such a thing? I thought I was the handsome one. (laughs) Look at my hair flowing in the sewer breeze. L'Oreal. Like those L'Oreal memes. (laughs) Uh, We cut back to Becky's. Doppeldean is telling her all about the shapeshifter and um, that that is what's murdering people. Uh, they're in a dark room, the lights are off, there's a fire going, what the hell? <laughs> like, that's that's a little too intimate for someone you're pissed at. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, turn like, on some lighting in there at yeah, least. Yeah, like, if we're going to have a fight, there better be. <laughs> I better be able to see your face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, she doesn't really look like she's buying into the whole shapeshifter thing. She calls uh, she calls a shapeshifter a genetic freak, and Doppeldean looks totally insulted. He says evolution is about mutation, so maybe this thing was born human but was different, hideous and hated, until he learned to become someone else. And we cut back to Sam and Dean escaping their ropes. Uh, Sam tells Dean the shapeshifter didn't just look like him, he was him, or he was becoming him. Uh, He was downloading Dean's thoughts and memories. Dean says, you mean like the Vulcan mind meld? (laughs) Which I love. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sam says maybe that's why he doesn't just kill us. He needs to keep them alive for the psychic connection. So they bust out of the sewer, and Sam says they need to call the police because Becky is in danger. Dean says, wait, you're going to put out an APB on me? Sam says, sorry. <laughs> so well, we, <laughs> maybe I won't do well, that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, they got to do it to save Becky, and I guess that's probably the smart thing. See, I took it as, like... Oh, sorry. I thought about. I didn't think about that. You know, like, no, I'm not because do he, it. because he does. Because the police go to Becky's, so they they definitely call. That is true. Yeah. Sam was like, "Sorry, I'm screwing you over right now to save my friend." Yeah. See, in my like, in my little mind, <laughs> I took it as like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't think about that. Let's not do that." And then like, she maybe I don't know. They showed up. For I don't know how they would have now that I'm saying it. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe the neighbors but heard screams. But I think, very possible. I think they called it. I yeah. Think, I don't know. Um, we cut back to Becky's. Doppeldean starts talking about understanding the, sh- the shapeshifter, uh, being so lonely, just wanting someone to love him. Becky looks uncomfortable. <laughs> All by myself. <laughs> don't want to be. Um, Anymore. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dean says, everyone needs a little human touch now and then. And he brushes her hair behind her ear. And Super she, creepy. And she says, you should go. <laughs> <laughs> like, please leave me alone, yeah. you creep. 
Then he leans over and whispers something in her ear, which we don't get to hear, and she freaks out. You could assume it's probably something really perverted. Yeah. And, like, socially not okay. (laughs) Right, right. She looks, uh, she calls him disgusting and tells him to leave. Um, She goes to call the police, and he knocks the phone out of her hands. I actually really like this part, um, because... She's like, what's the matter with you? And he goes, what's the matter with me? What's the matter with you? And, like, yells at her. And, like, I, I just really liked that. I don't know. <laughs> Why did you like that? I, don't, I, like seeing, I, I like seeing Jensen Ackles be a bad guy right there. And just, I don't know. Yeah. He, he did, he did it really well. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was, he was super frightening. Um, he trips her and ties her hands up with the landline cord. This is why you don't have landlines. Okay. <laughs> Cell phones all the way, man. Yeah, yeah. Or wireless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and cut to her uh, tied up in a chair. She's um, got blood all over her. She looks totally beat up. He pulls out a knife and you hear the police coming in. So it's the scene from the beginning. Uh, the SWAT team tries to stop him, but he escapes. Also, okay, like, can I can I just point out, like, at the beginning of the movie, whether or not they were trying to shoot the lockout or not, mm-hmm. like, they might have been trying to, and they may not have, but still it was impressive that they, like, blew open the door, basically, by shooting out the lock. Mm-hmm. And now, it's, like, stormtrooper status. They can't hit anything to save their lives. He's running down the lawn. He's not that fast. Like, a bullet is faster. Maybe How- he, maybe it doesn't, like, hurt him. Like, maybe some hit him, but since he's a shapeshifter, it doesn't really... That's true. I don't know, though. It doesn't look like any hit. It doesn't, yeah. It just kind of seems like he's just running. But he does have, like, I mean, because he, like, jumps out of that, like, or off that second floor deck, you know, and, like, just kind of, like, landed and somersaulted out of it and was fine. So he must have, like, some, I don't know, super speed, strength recovery i don't know it's possible something super (laughs) it just seemed kind of weird like when i was watching it you know it's like oh they have such good aim and they're doing all these different things or maybe not on purpose but they're doing it anyways Mm -hmm. and then it's like you've got all of these people it just reminded me of the stormtroopers in star wars like they can't hit the broad side of a building yeah they wanted to (laughs) yeah um so we cut to doppeldean in the sewers he rips his shirt off uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jensen Ackles is taking his shirt off. <laughs> then he starts uh, contorting and pulling off skin and ears, which, which is not good. <laughs> also, that was rough for me to watch. That I was like, no, don't hurt him. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you can't hurt him. His teeth come out. His that was disgusting. His nails pop off. Like the nails popping off was like Ugh. one thing because you see that happen in random movies, or like you see the nails grow. Like, yeah. you know, for, like, different werewolf movies, like, their nails will turn into claws or whatever. But, like, the whole, like, teeth falling out thing and, like... I got a problem with teeth. And ripping the ear off. I got a problem with teeth and ears. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those should stay put. <laughs> they should stay put. But, yeah, like, just him, like, contorting and being all, like, weird and, you know, falling apart and, like... It just was too much. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't handle that. I was like, no, he's hurting himself. Yeah. <laughs> and it looked painful. It did. You know? Like, just how he was, like, kind of like, ugh, you know, like, yeah. can't, And you can see, it. like, his ribs, like, breaking. Cracking and, and like, yeah. spine, like, going all weird and, yeah. Oh, yeah. no thanks. <laughs> so we cut to Sam and Dean watching a news report showing a sketch of Dean saying he's armed and extremely dangerous. Uh, Sam says the report said attempted murder, so they know that Becky is still alive, so they should try to talk to her in the morning. Dean says, first I want to find that handsome devil and kick the holy crap out of him. <laughs> I love that he's still like, the ha- <laughs> he, he's that handsome guy. I know, because he's like, it's, it looks like me, so let's be real. Yeah. He's a monster, but he is an attractive monster. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a sexy beast, if you will. Oh! <laughs> I'd just like to point out that I did not write that down. That was totally freeform right there, and I'm really proud of myself. Good job, Rochelle. Thanks. Oh, oh man. I just booyahed. And heyoed also. There should be a limit of how much of that can happen. No, there, there should not be a limit, because it's just, it's greatness. It's greatness. 
So Sam says they have no weapons, no silver bullets, and they realize that Baby is still parked at Becky's, so they head over to get weapons from the trunk. Dean says, ah, the thought of him driving my car. It's killing me. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite funny moment. Yeah, I think that that's one of my favorites. It's not... Well, I've got a couple in this one, but... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just looks so disturbed. <laughs> so the, they get to the car, but the cops are there, so Dean runs away while Sam stays to deal with the cops. Sam tells Dean to meet him at Becky's and do not go into the sewers alone, which, hi, common sense, never go into sewers alone. Also, don't go down the stairs. It's, like, right in there with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't go down the dark, creepy stairs into the basement. Don't go in the basement. The basement is just, like, an upstairs sewer. Her. It's not okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> An upstairs sewer? <laughs> no. No, I don't know. It's just like one level above and still fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a basement. <laughs> I do not. There is definitely like a storage space under my house that you can like stand up in. Like it's not like a crawl space. Don't it's, do like, it. Full on. My dad built a platform down there. Wow. To like put stuff on, like and there there's a whole thing like he could turn it into a workshop if he wanted to. That's awesome. Yeah, but also like there are spiders there that are like. Oh, like that's not okay. They could probably like their little threads could like tie you down and you wouldn't be able to move. It's like full on Harry Potter style. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, I just I just watched that up or that episode. I just watched that movie with the giant spiders. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not I am okay. I am like totally Ron Weasley in that scene. Just like, can we go now? Oh gosh, and like making that no. horrified face. <laughs> That's, I mean, I'm telling you, kill it with fire. That's, that's, spiders freak me out. Like, I am totally in there with him. (laughs) Ugh. Ugh. So, um, we cut to the morning. Dean is getting weapons out of baby's trunk and says, I'm sorry, Sam. I just can't wait. So he goes into the sewers. He finds some more goo. Yuck. (laughs) (laughs) And he comes across Becky, who's all tied up down there. And she looks fucking traumatized. I want me too. I know. I've been in the sewer all night. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I just woke up here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We cut to Becky's parents' house. Sam is there talking to Doppel Becky. Um, she knocks Sam out with his own empty beer bottle, which is just messed up. Like, don't use a guy's beer bottle against him. (laughs) He's like, here's my empty beer bottle. And she's like, yeah, here's the back of your head. (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) That was way funnier than it should have been. I don't really know why. (laughs) Yep. And here's your head. It's like, the sky is blue. The grass is green. There's the back of your head. Here's the upstairs sewer. <laughs> oh, man. So oh. we cut back to Dean and Becky. And she says she was walking down the street when she got knocked out. And she woke up. She woke up. She woke. She woke she up. She woke. <laughs> she woke up in the sewers and saw the shapeshifter turn into her. So now she's a believer. <laughs> I guess I would be too. Yeah, maybe a little. Yeah, we cut back to Becky's. We see lots of blonde hair and goo on the ground. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the shifter has turned back into Dean and is uh, tying up Sam, who is slowly waking up. Um, Sam gets knocked out a lot. He does. Just in general. Like, not even, like, in this episode, but, like, in the series. Like, the whole thing. Constantly just, like... Out on the ground. <laughs> and you see, I mean, you see that Sam can definitely fight well. Like, yeah. he kicks a whole lot of ass, but he also is, is not very observant. Is, is always getting, like, <laughs> Sam and Dean are both always getting slammed into walls. And, and like, Sam whacked is, in the back of the head. Yeah, and Sam is always getting knocked out. <laughs> so, I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> uh, the shifter tells Sam that after he kills Sam, Dean will be hunted for the rest of his life for killing his brother. Uh, Sam kicks Doppeldean and manages to cut his tied hands free. They fight. <laughs> Doppeldean starts choking Sam. No, no, no. I know. And Real Dean comes in and shoots Doppeldean, who dies. That was hard to say. <laughs> Real Dean comes in and shoots Doppeldean, who dies. 
Okay. <laughs> um, Dean pulls his amulet off of Doppeldean's neck and nods to Sam. <laughs> the moral of the story is, is don't Steen deals amulet. He'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Right? <laughs> just, just done. Like... <laughs> uh, we cut to Becky saying goodbye to Sam. She asks if Jessica knew about what Sam does, and he says no. She asks if he'll call her sometime, and he says it might not be for a little while, and she goes inside. Sam tells Dean that the cops are now blaming this Dean Winchester guy for Emily's murder, so Zach is off the hook. The cops now think the surveillance tape uh, was tampered with, so he's getting released soon. So they're driving in baby. They're having a bro moment. (laughs) (laughs) Dean says he wishes Sam could be a regular college guy, but Sam says deep down he never felt like he fit in. Dean says he's sorry. Uh, He's going to miss his own funeral, and how many chances will he have to do that? To which I say, Pshaw. <laughs> I'm just going to go and do- drop another booyah right here. <laughs> also, Pshaw. I only booyahed because it rhymed with Pshaw. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme. It sort of rhymes. It doesn't rhyme. Pshaw and booyah, they both end with ah. I that mean... shit rhymes, yo. <laughs> What is with all, like, the 90s throwback? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I grew up in the 90s. You were a child. I was born in the 90s. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. I grew up in the 2000s, like, early 2000s. Yeah, definitely grew up in the 90s. That's okay. That's fine. Late 90s for me. I'm shaking my head at you. <laughs> And credits. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so do you have any thoughts? I do have thoughts. So my thoughts on this episode. Um, 5.30 in the morning is rough for Dean, which I totally understand. Like, he has this huge thing. Like, he's like, I can't handle it. It's 5.30 in the morning. This is too much. And he, like, consistently, like, two or three times is like, but it's 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. No, but really, it's 5.30 in the so, morning. do you think that, like, Sam is still not sleeping and still having nightmares, and that's why he's up so early? It's very possible. It's gotta be. It could be. Either that or, like, I don't know. To me, it seems like Sam's always, like, the early riser in, like, mm-hmm. all of this. Even into later episodes when he's, you know, like, clearly he's kind of moved past this whole thing. Right, right. You know, like... He's just always up early in the morning. He's the one that's like, I went on a run and brought coffee back. And Dean's like, You're, why are you alive right now? You know, yeah. like, is this not okay? But, like, I totally get it. Like, 530 is way too early. It's too early. Period. Yeah. For anybody. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I just, <laughs> Dean and I have a fellow we hate the morning sort of. Oh, my like, God. Me too. Yeah. Ugh. It's terrible. But also, Okay. Dean talks about the Vulcan mind meld. Is he a Trekkie? Like, <laughs> I think he is a Trekkie. I, I think like... he's like he's like everything. Like he grew up in like motel rooms watching TV and weird sci-fi. Yeah. You know? like, okay, you know, I can appreciate people liking Star Trek. It is not my thing. It kind of makes me want to spork my eyes out because. <laughs> I'm with you. Like, I I never watched it because my dad was so into it, and I was just like, no, I'm not going to watch it because of that. (laughs) Because no. Yeah. So, like, I never really got into it. Yeah. Yeah, I just... mm. But I have an appreciation for it, so, like, you know. And I I think, like, oh, maybe one day you'll, you'll get into this, but... See, I've thought that for a little while because my dad was like constantly watching Star Trek mm-hmm. all the time on TV growing up. I remember that, like, just being like, why are we watching this again? You know? Yeah. This is just a terrible thing. And not that I ever paid attention to it, mm-hmm. but it was what was on all the time. And I learned to kind of like, Ugh, you know? <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I like rebelled in that way. Like, yeah. you love mm-hmm. this, I don't. that's great but please stop playing it yeah yeah but yeah just anyways (laughs) so my next thought um not really thought more of a quote that i got from this is when the doppel dean says your brother's got a lot of good qualities (laughs) yes he does (laughs) 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 oh 
it's just kind of funny. I don't know. That was like my immediate thought when he's like, your brother's got a lot of good qualities. Like I couldn't even pay attention to what happened next. I was just like, yeah, he does. Yeah, <laughs> I know what happens next. He says you should appreciate him more. This is true, but, but I, I don't didn't think, even hear that part. I, I don't think that Sam about... should appreciate him in the way that you are. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's the weird, like, wincest thing. Yeah. I can't even, like... That, hey, look, mm. I'm cool with people who are all about the wincest. That's totally fine. I mean, it's fine for them. Yeah, that's cool. It kind of freaks me out a little bit. But, you know, to each their own. That's their thing. I'm just not going to get into it. Yeah. Like, I can't. I, I think it's totally there. fine. Yeah. I can't I can't go there in my mind, but if other people do, that's fine. I like support shipping of all kinds. So <laughs> like. I think it's like all the other shipping doesn't like it's just kind of like okay whatever but for some reason the wincest it's like not the brothers you know it's because it's because the word incest is in it that's why it freaks you out probably i don't know i don't know what it is it's just always kind of like weirded me out a little Mm -hmm. bit but anyways (laughs) another thought for me was the cgi was actually slightly better Mm mm-hmm Unless it was a close-up. Like, when they were doing the, you know, farther shots of, like, you see both the brothers or whatever in the car. Like, the CGI is still not great, but it's a lot better. Yeah. Until they get to, like, where they're just looking at one brother or the other. And it's like, oh, man, I thought you were doing better. And now I just realize that you're not. Yeah, (laughs) I did not notice it in this episode. Yeah. So I think that they're doing a little bit better. Yeah. I think they are. So I already told you my favorite moments. What was yours? So one of my favorite moments was the same as you, is the thought of him driving my car. It's killing me. (laughs) He's so possessive of that car, which like I totally would be too. That's an awesome car. Yeah. (laughs) If I could get an Impala, I totally would. Yeah. It'd be great. I know. (laughs) But my other one is like right at the very beginning when Dean's just like trying to get Sam's attention and is like. Sam wears women's underwear. You know, yeah. just like, and Sam just is just snarky. like, dude, I'm listening. I'm <laughs> like, just busy. Like, dude, just like really grow up. And he's just kind of like, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I think that was probably one of my other, or my other favorite moment, I guess I should mm-hmm. say. So I've got some interesting facts. Um, Jensen Ackles appears shirtless in this episode. Woohoo! I know. This was devised by the show creator, Eric Kripke, to meet the overwhelming number of requests he was getting from fans for Jensen to appear wearing less clothes. I think it's impressive, too, that this is episode six. Like, they are not that far into it yet, and people are already, like, demanding. Get him naked. Yeah. (laughs) I shouldn't say get him naked, but still, you know, like... The less clothing, the better for him. Yeah, that's I just it. I think that's great that he's like, okay, sure, we'll take a shirt off, and then his skin, and then his teeth and ears, <laughs> and then just like totally melt him down from there. Yeah, it was like a great big screw you. It was like uh, a this is ha- this happened because you requested it, but we're yeah. gonna have a twist. <laughs> yeah, um, this is also the first time that Sam and Dean's last name is said, which is crazy i didn't realize i like i thought they said it in the first episode i know i could have sworn they did too no this is the first time they say winchester and it makes me want to go back and watch episodes one through five all over again you know which (laughs) ain't nobody got time for that let's be real (laughs) i will do it at some point (laughs) right because this is supernatural and it's gonna end at some point which i don't even want to think about because my brain can't wrap myself around that it's never gonna end (laughs) but when it does I'm just going to keep watching it over and over I know. again. So. I am too. Uh, my last interesting fact is when Sam is checking his emails, his email is shown to be lawboy at stanford.edu. <laughs> That's like one of those MySpace pages, you know, like. Lawboy. <laughs> I can't even handle it. I love it. Oh, man. I would, like, what do you think Dean's would be? It'd be something like Chick Magnet or something. Oh, my gosh. Like, something it would be. weird, corny, yeah. like. Boy with gun. Total sleazy. <laughs> I feel like it, his would be more sleazy than anything else. Yeah. Like, it would You're either be right. like a. I, I'm awesome, or like, huh, sleazeball. Yeah. yeah, it's probably sleaze, sleazeball. Sleazeball? Sleazeball. It's sleazeballs. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know, but they should be covered. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I, I automatically, okay, clearly you went to a different place with that. 
I went to, you know, like the little pills that you get on your sweater. <laughs> you went to a whole different place. That's so much more innocent than I was thinking. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> we go in two different directions for this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. I'm sorry that just happened. I'm, I'm not offended. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> so did you do any research? <laughs> oh, man. So I did some research on shapeshifter lore. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, other than the supernatural references, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, human-to-human type shape-shifting, like, pretending you're somebody else type thing. It was more of animal to human or human to animals, like, werewolves, vampires, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's mostly, like, European, Canadian, Native American type stuff. You know, like, there's other um, lore from, like, Ireland and Great Britain that have like fairies, witches, wizards, uh, and that all supposedly have like shape shifting abilities. Um, some other terms for the shape shifters are metamorphs, Navajo skinwalkers, uh, mimics, and therianthrope. Hmm. Therianth. Yeah, we'll go with that. I'm probably not saying that right. <laughs> um, but therianthropy is a general term for like human animal shifts or shifters so it's not i mean it's very specific to the human animal thing mm-hmm. um and there's a lot of old stories with shapeshifters with especially in like greek mythology there's some norse mythology with a fair amount of shapeshifting type lore in it um and it seems pretty much every culture has some sort of shapeshifting mythology that you know, is within, like, stories and whatnot. I mean, not necessarily, like, this is a story about a shapeshifter, but, like, yeah. this person had this quality. It's just kind of, like, a background. Like, oh, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, at least kind of from what I was seeing. Um, and there's a lot of modern fiction that has shapeshifting as well. I mean, most popular ones, like Lord of the Rings, Hobbits, Chronicles of Narnia, Harry Potter. Don't it. say Twilight. Oh, I just said it. Fuck. Well, actually, that was on my list. <laughs> and the Twilight Saga. Uh, <laughs> I only wrote it down because a lot of people know what it is. <laughs> okay, listen. Like, I worked for Barnes & Noble for a very, very long time. <laughs> I mean, like, 13 years long time. And when Twilight came out, and it was... I mean, the books... The books... I, I read I read some of the books, and they yeah. were they're okay. They're like fifth grade reading level, yeah. let's be real. But yeah. they were good. I yeah. mean... I, I read them. I liked them. Yeah, I liked the first one. I really I really liked the first one. And the second one irritated the crap out of me. It was a little bit too depressing. It was like, I don't know. I don't even want to get into the Twilight argument. <laughs> I did not like the second one. I thought they went downhill from there, but that's just me. But what was really, really cool about those books was how many teenagers were suddenly interested in reading. Yeah. Like, like crazy it like Mm -hmm. started a whole like thing for them so that was that was super awesome to see so many more people into reading yeah but that's where I draw the line (laughs) (laughs) see for me I was super into like reading the books Mm -hmm. when the movies came out um oh my god my first movie came out it was terrible my cousin made me go see all of them (laughs) See, like, they got progressively better simply because they had better budgets for them, right? Like, the first one, they had, like, no budget for it. They weren't sure if it was going to go anywhere. It was terrible. Like, and me loving the books at, you know, before they got super popular and then kind of starting to, like, eh, Twilight, because it was, like, you're definitely, like, a bandwagon fan right now. (laughs) Like, you're only like this because of the movies and you've never even read the books. Yeah. Um... But I don't know. Like, I was really into it. The first movie was kind of like, eh, you know? Mm -hmm. The second one was a little bit better. I think also the actress that plays Bella, was it Kristen Stewart or whatever? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. She, She was an okay person, but I think they could have done better for, I mean, honestly, a lot of the actors. And I think would they have had, if they would have had a better budget. Mm hmm. 
would they have still stayed with them? Who knows? Yeah. You know, hard to tell. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, they got better and better. Mm-hmm. The, the movies did just because, you know, whatever. But the books, I don't know. There's something about books that are just better than the movies, mm-hmm. usually. Usually, There's yeah. a few here and there that it's like, oh, this stayed really well in the books or whatever, but there were just so many things that are just kind of like, mm, Yeah. <laughs> I just, I try to, like, I just try to keep in mind that it got a lot of people into reading, yeah. and that is an amazing thing. Yeah. But fuck those books. <laughs> <laughs> I, de- I definitely still have the books, and I reread them quite a few times, um, but... Would I read them now? Eh, mm-hmm. Maybe not. You know? Yeah. Well, how old were you when you read like the first oh, one? Probably. I think when I read the first one, I must have been in like middle school. Mm-hmm. So that was like a good, you know, maybe not up to my reading level even in middle school, but mm-hmm. it was a good story. It mm-hmm. kept me busy. I mean, it took me like I think I remember reading through. Like, books two and three, or maybe it was three and four, or something like that. I remember reading two of the books in, like, a week. Because mm-hmm. they're super easy reads. Right. Right. So, and I remember just, like, going, what? And, like, reading all of them all at once. Like, mm-hmm. binge reading, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Staying up way too late at night. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, they were okay. We just talked about Twilight for, like, 30 minutes. I know. Ugh, it's cool. Anyways, I hope people are shifters are in that. I I hope people are still listening to us. We're sorry. (laughs) We shall be done with that now. We won't bring up the T word ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no guarantees because sometimes Uh, it comes up. Either, yeah, never mind. We will one other time. (laughs) I'm pretty sure there's a couple of moments. There's an episode. Yeah, Yeah. but anyways, so we're moving on to our idiot and ass butt moments. (laughs) Oh yes, yes. (laughs) So, what was your um, idiot or ass butt moment? Well, my uh, my son Killian, he's he's three, and we were we were driving the other day, and he well, I was driving, he was in his car seat. <laughs> we were driving together. <laughs> we were driving. I was letting him have a go at it, um, and he was sitting in the back eating Cheetos because I'm an awesome mom. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> and he said, "Mom, these Cheetos are fucking good." <laughs> and I, I was, I just ignored him because I didn't want to. I mean, I was trying really hard not to laugh, but I didn't want to, like, you know, cause a reaction to that word, so he would say it more. And he said, fucking good, mom, fucking good. And I said, Killian, that's a word that only grown-ups say, you know, you can say it when you're older. And he started whispering to himself over and over, fucking good, fucking good. (laughs) Now he's a closet cusser. (laughs) I know. And it was so funny, but I, I mean, I mean, let's be honest, Cheetos are fucking good. (laughs) I mean, especially the jalapeno ones or the flaming Hot ones. Oh yeah, he was just eating regular, I think he was eating the puffy ones. Yeah. Yeah, not spicy. Still, Cheetos are Cheetos, man, they're good. (laughs) So, I mean, at least he used the word in a positive way. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways. Used it correctly. Yeah. At the very least. Well, that was my <laughs> idiot moment for, <laughs> without meaning to, teaching my son a terrible word. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> what was your idiot or ass butt moment? <laughs> so, my idiot or ass butt moment, I was an idiot. But I was almost all, also an ass butt. <laughs> so my fiance and I drove down to California um, to go to one of his cousin's weddings, which was amazing, by the way. It was, like, super, like, super well put together mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of fancy, but also pretty laid back, you know. Cool. It wasn't, like, I mean, when I think of, like, an awesome wedding, honestly, that was an awesome wedding. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> on her way back, we stopped at his aunt's house and there was, you know, one of his other aunts and his cousin, his cousin's wife and their three kids were all staying there and we're all like going in and out of the house and like trying to get loaded up to leave mm-hmm. and everybody walked out of the house. I didn't know that the door was locked. <laughs> Because who leaves the door just locked all the time, right? And I'm like, okay. Everybody walks out of the house, 
not all of the stuff is out of the house yet. I'd like to say, actually, that none of the family's stuff, like, I mean, his aunt's stuff was still, I think, in the house, and, I mean, our stuff was out of the house, because we were definitely, like, on our way out the door, and everybody else was, like, loading up their cars, and I shut the door. Mm. Not knowing that it was locked. That's not your fault. Yeah, but also, I mean, it was like, oh, I was so glad because I like instant nervous, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah. oh no, you know, Chris, Chris is like, no, why'd you shut the door? And I'm like, oh no, like, <laughs> yeah. what did I do? Like, I'm like, there's not an extra key. Like the extra key was the one that we picked up <laughs> to get in the house to begin with. Right. Yeah. And it was just like, oh no, thank goodness his aunt who had also come out of the house, I mean, obviously everybody's out of the house at this point, had put the extra key in her purse, which she happened to miraculously have with her. And so we did not all get locked out of a house in the middle of California with nowhere else to go. Like, oh man, that would have been really bad. I almost was an ass butt. I almost was an ass butt. That would not have been your fault. That would have not, somebody should have told you, like, hey, don't close the door. Yeah. Like, how are you expected just to know that? Still, it was kind of an moment on my part, yeah. so. All right. That was. I'll give it to you. That was, like, <laughs> my, oh, man, this is almost really bad. Yeah. <laughs> moment, so. Because, you know, living in Washington to California, that's a, that's a big jump. <laughs> yeah. To make without your stuff. Also, other family wasn't that far away, but still. I, I would mean, decide. Definitely far away, but not mm-hmm. as far. Oof. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. You can email us at idgitsandaspetspodcast at gmail.com. The word and is spelled out. Or visit our Facebook page, Idgits and Aspets, a supernatural podcast. Thanks again. Thank you.